0: and shine mr grant rise and shine
1: are you you, is is it the g-man
0: it's the (laughs) g-man i i'm talking about half-life the first one not the second one yeah
1: awesome
0: Uh, og half-life i have played the second one multiple times throughout my life i really love half-life 2 likewise I love Portal. I love mm-hmm. Portal 2. I like Valve games. Valve mm-hmm. uh, do good games. I also, in researching this, found out why Valve doesn't make games ever. Um, Valve is structured as a flat company. So all of the employees are the same rank and they have a fully flat structure Or yeah. according to what I found online. They have a fully flat mm-hmm. structure. They all just kind of work on whatever they want to work on and then they have to get other people to want to join on their project. Um, so they're just um, f- all functioning completely on their own of deciding what to work on and playtesting and all the stuff is all kind of self-driven. It's really interesting.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard similar things. And if I understand right, that's actually I believe why just recently after like however many like in the double digits of years that uh, Team Fortress 2 has existed <laughs> and been like uh, untouched. Uh, it got a new update just because yeah. one employee at valve was like, Hey, I want to, are we, is anyone else still worried about this? Anyone else still thinking about this one? Um, and they just kind of went and did it. So yeah, that, I mean, that tracks with what I know about, uh, the company.
0: Yeah. They, uh, t- to give a brief iteration of games that valve has made in case you haven't heard of valve, um, founded by Gabe Newell in 1996, it's, uh, Fairly young company, fairly old for the game industry, but young is according to like a lot of hardware and software companies. Mm -hmm. Um, They've made games such as Half Life, Half Life 2, Portal, Day of Defeat, Team Fortress, Team Fortress 2, Left 4 Dead 4, or sorry, Left 4 Dead. I don't, I saw the word, the number 4 in my brain double counted, and Counter Strike, CSGO being the newest version. Um, They've been around for a while. They've done a couple of things. Their very first game ever was Half Life. Uh, Really? Yeah. Uh, It was their first product that they ever put out. Like, the first, like, purchasable thing um, was Half-Life. It was developed by Valve and published by Sierra Studios, the same Sierra that did, like, uh, Crossfire, Frogger, Pegasus 2, and uh, King's Quest, so many other massive games.
1: I was gonna say I definitely heard of Sierra games before. They were a sort of old school. Um, I've heard of them for I think the King's Quest games specifically, yeah. but yeah, they were uh they were a big name for like old computer and like early video games.
0: Yeah, Space Quest, King's Quest, they did. Uh they were over oh the uh side topic, Sea of Thieves, mm-hmm. another game that I like a lot, just got a uh Monkey Island tie-in yes and yes. sierra games published monkey island i'm right, almost positive. Okay. so like there there's a lot of different games that they they're like old computer game legends kind of mm-hmm. uh in the scene it's it, they're really 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 well known for a lot of the older games that they've made
1: and unfortunately they're now related to sea of thieves which uh that can't be helped
0: I like Sea of Thieves. I think it's I a very know, fun game. Everyone likes Sea
1: of Thieves. <laughs> I'm in the everyone likes Pokemon. Everyone likes Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I'm a grumpy old man who doesn't like any video game ever. I just um, want to
0: sail a boat and have fun hanging out I with my know, friends and fishing.
1: I know, um, but I don't. Eh, 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 different, different episode, different time, different we'll, topic.
0: We'll, we'll get there. Yes. Half Life, good game. Half Life Two, far better game.
1: Much better than Sea of Thieves.
0: Uh, I will. I will agree with that. Uh, <laughs> actually, going through and playing it, it is very interesting. It has full. It is an old FPS, but it does have full motion. So you're able to look up, down, left, and right. You're mm-hmm. able. You move so fast in this game, like you are speedy. the The friction feels kind of weird. You move very fast. The gravity is a little bit interesting. Um, it's a lot of the things that like for from our current perspective, we take really for granted of like, Oh yeah. Movement system is easy peasy. This is back when you made your own full movement system and engine and had to figure that stuff out all for yourself. I mean,
1: yeah, that, that's back before like anything had been established. what, uh, what year was this?
0: Uh, 1998 Again? was the, uh, was as November 19th, 1998. So it is like royalty at this point it has been around for quite some time. Um, <laughs> But uh, it's it's a phenomenal game. It has a very interesting plot. Uh, they have some really interesting like things that I didn't expect for the time period, of like uh, spatial audio. So like if you're next to and looking at a person, the sound will be louder than if you move off to the next room. That wasn't a thing in games prior to this. Not many games prior to this because you would like run away. And it's just piping through the same level as every every other audio because they just have one way of playing the audio clip. They don't have like mm-hmm. a way of measuring the distance from the audio source and like getting the directionality and all that stuff. It was really interesting. Um, there's a lot of little things like that that you take for granted, and then also you look at it and you're like, oh. Games are really pretty now. (laughs) (laughs) There, it is, it is definitely like of its era, but like also that like retro nostalgic FPS game is like kind of coming back in style recently. I don't know if you've noticed that.
1: I was going to say things like, uh, ultra kill and and games like that are really kind of bringing that back around.
0: I'm really stoked on like this, this resurgence of like this nostalgic, uh, gameplay vibe. There's some really Mm -hmm. cool stuff going on in, in this game. Um, I've been having a great time with it. It's, uh, Load zones are really fast, like they're uh, zones that are loaded are really small, should I say. Um, I'm currently playing through, I'm not fully done. I'm like uh 10 I'm 10 hours into half life Source, which is a rebuild of the original half-life game in the source engine, um, which has made it a lot more tolerable to play from what oh, I heard. I'm sure. Um, but it's still very, very all the things that I say apply to this game because that's what I've been playing. (laughs) Um, But it's actually really cool to get to see kind of like the backstory to Half-Life 2, which I feel like a lot more people have played without ever seeing Half-Life 1. And there's some interesting stuff there of like how you get to the point of where you are. I'm not going to go through the story too heavily because I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, it's really interesting to see kind of this um, science... Government science agency gone wrong things so, so far in the past of like, oh yeah, they were playing around with different dimensions and they <laughs> they done goofed and now everything has gone awry. Um, the horror is actually done really well. The scares and the creeps are very, very good, which Half-Life is partially a horror game, not like fully, but like it it definitely has a lot of that creepiness and like that, oh, I don't want to go in there kind of vibe.
1: Hmm. yeah i know uh half-life 2 had like not the entire game obviously wasn't a horror game but there were full sections of it where it was very intense and and scary yeah
0: um
1: which i i think generally that's just a testament to um valve's ability to to kind of write um Put, put story and gameplay together in a really immersive way like you're talking about with the the spatial sound too i've always felt like uh half-life 2 and like the portal series and all that uh were all really really good at combining like really interesting gameplay into like really engaging stories and then sort of setting the mood to where it interacts uh, with both
0: i think that also like comes from the valve structure of like you have to convince other people to want to give up working on whatever they want to work on to work on your thing to get a game published. <laughs> yeah. You have to make it good. You have to like have that intrigue of like, oh, I want to see where this goes. I'll like I'll sink hours of my life into this. Mm-hmm. Um, like into making this, not even playing it, but like actually helping you make this thing. You have to come up with a really interesting thing. And like that is one of the things that I've always found very fascinating about Valve games in particular, is they play on really weird uh, advancements in the computer space. Um, the way that you move and run and gun in Half-Life feels very unique for its time period. I've played a lot of other older games, and like it feels different. It doesn't feel like the games that had come before it, like Doom 1, 2, and... Th- uh, kind of sort of closer to 3. Not so much Doom 1 and 2 um Mm -hmm. quake doesn't really feel like it has a little bit of a different like movement to it uh the spatial audio is really cool and like being able to tell where things are in the world around you is very very nice the way that the story operates alongside the game is very very engaging um half life 2 introduces a uh a physics engine like that was the first game where the physics engine was like a really big deal um that's why they had the gravity gun be like a main feature of this thing of like oh Like I can mess with things in gravity and like that just work or quote unquote works. Uh, Yeah,
1: works with an asterisk for sure. (laughs) But
0: but yeah, I mean, thinking back, you there are a lot of
1: like physics and gravity based puzzle even before you get to the gravity gun. Um, There's a lot of stuff like that in that game where knowing that you can kind of tell like, okay, they were flexing a little bit on just with the technology they had to put into these games.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's basically like, hey, we found a really cool um, way of setting up a, a really cool mechanic that we can play with. Mm. Let's play with that and then get other developers who are like-minded of like, oh, that's a really cool idea. I haven't thought about doing it that way. Let me play with that, too. I want to I wanna play mm-hmm. with a physics engine. I've never seen that before.
1: Game development is just toys. It's it just really a bunch is. of nerds playing with toys.
0: And then making a, a an area where you can play with toys to your heart's content and get all (laughs) the joy that they had making it out of playing it. Um, like it's, it's such an interesting way. Um, they, they wanted to create the, the goal with creating half-life was they wanted to create an immersive world rather than a quote unquote shooting gallery is what they would call previous FPS games like doom one and two and quake where it's like, everything is kind of in the same spot every time it's very predictable movement. It's very predictable scenario. You can speedrun those games so fast. You can speedrun this game very fast, too. I think the speedrun's like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've put 10 hours in, and I haven't even beat the story yet, but apparently people <laughs> can beat it in 25 minutes, which is awesome. I kind of want to learn the speedrun.
1: I think I have actually seen that happen. It's so much fun.
0: It looks like it would be. Um, yeah. I love watching the, the Portal speedrun, because that's another Valve game that plays on a really cool... Unique mechanic is like, mm-hmm. oh, now you're thinking with portals. Like the the spatial puzzle work of Portal is so cool. I know I said the thing. She uh, <laughs> she said the thing. Um, but yeah, like it's it's just such a fun fun little world, fun little thing, and creating the world that they did, it creates this really cool, uh, like player characters, scripted sequences, the cutscenes, like everything for its time period is so cool. Apparently, uh, when they made it, they actually licensed out the Quake engine from id Software um, oh, really? for the initial version, but they modded the absolute heck out of it to <laughs> make it into the Half-Life game that we know and love today because I don't know if you know much about the Quake engine, but verticality was a problem. You couldn't yeah. stack rooms on top of rooms. Um, so, like, you couldn't have a two-story house because that that's not how that worked. They were all flat maps. Um and even doom today like struggles with verticality it's all flat maps it doesn't like struggle it it plays with that limitation for the most part a lot of it's just very mm-hmm. flat um which i think is really interesting for those games but we're not here to talk about that. Sorry, my ADHD is like on fire. I, I, no,
1: you're good. I, I I always I don't I don't know much about Quake specifically, but I knew those old like boomer shooter games. Uh, I mean, that's just the way they were programmed is they were yeah. basically built on a flat like 2D map. And then they used a bunch of computer wizardry to like bring it up into the third dimension and and trick you into thinking you were moving around a 3D space.
0: Yeah, it's all forced perspective. Like it really yeah. is just like a bunch of people messing with perspective to make a 2D world into 3D. But mm-hmm. it wasn't actually ever fully 2D. That's why if you look at the MyHouse.wad, uh, oh yeah, it is so mind blowing because they put t- they built a whole 2D world. It was really wild. Half Life has a 2D world in quake engine but they like i said they modified the heck out of it because there mm-hmm. is a lot of verticality there's a lot of ladders there's a lot of up and down a quick note have
1: you been meaning to say 3d the past couple times i have been sorry okay but like they, no, they create sure. this
0: really interesting 3d world where like yeah you, you have the verticality and you have the horizontal plane but you're moving up and down ladders you're moving through sewers underneath certain areas and like uh golden style ducking down, crawling through some little drains, popping up, getting a couple of guys, walking through some more drains, but like there's both levels happening simultaneously. It's a lot of also, drains in yeah, Half-Life. Yeah, there, there are. It's a lot of running around in the sewer. Good <laughs> thing they give you a crowbar.
1: <laughs> it's also great um, because I have been living out my fantasy of being a rat recently, and I feel like this is the oh, perfect nice. uh, Oh, timing. yeah,
0: very much so. And a th- uh, fun fact about this game, It's free. I can be it's, a rat for free. It's fully free. Like you can all just All I have go, to do is you can snitch. Click the button. <laughs> it fully derailed me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, the other thing that I really like about it. Oh, I had a really cool point. Where did it go? Hello. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, I <laughs> oh, realized uh, you weren't
1: saying hello to me. No. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: was saying hello to my thought. I was trying to find it, but I did. Um, it responded and. Mm-hmm. Uh, um from the back Hold of on. the hollow void that is my skull um but uh it, it is really neat in the aspect of this is the first this is the oldest game that i have personally played that uses crouch jumping a lot crouch jumping is so integral to so many puzzles and i think that is like the first first instance that i can think of the oldest instance that i can think of of the crouch jump which is like such a big deal nowadays
1: I know that's a hallmark of the source engine as well, like a, of valve games. Um, I'm thinking specifically of like half life two and yeah. TF two. Um, yeah. but that, that seems like a kind of a trademark of theirs almost.
0: It it very much was. And then it, it has spread to a bunch of other games. Like there are yeah. a lot of games where you have to crouch jump to get through like areas and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. This being so old, I'm actually really curious as to if uh, that's in the original engine because I would love to go back and play that specifically. But just getting to see like the old game design, the old like level design and man, Half-Life 2 is better. It is a better (laughs) game. It is the actual fluidity of moving through a level is so much better, but it's really cool to go back and play an old game and see how far we've come in the things that we take for granted now of like intuitive quest design. Of, mm. I was doing this one quest where you have to turn on the power to a rail system. So there's a big lever, and it says rail power off right at the top. You have to go through this entire little zone, go down through a dungeon and a basement, and activate the power to the thing. If you don't listen to the guy who's telling you what to do very well, and <laughs> maybe even still... If you did, you might have missed that after you turn on the power down in the sewer, you have to come back up, run across a very powerful monster that you're trying to murder, and turn the power Mm. on in a second location, and then circle back around a third time to get back where you were. But it doesn't show you this. It's hard to see where you're supposed to go, and you're discouraged from going that way prior to uh, turning the power on. So Mm -hmm. it fully through me i spent like maybe 45 minutes running back and forth from the sewer to the thing to be like i i swear i did the thing why is it not on and then i had to look up a walkthrough and like figure it out and i'm like oh okay cool but like having played this in the past i would have been so frustrated not having access to the internet or the walkthroughs to be able to figure out where the hell do i need to go yeah um, so like little things like that you're like oh like this is not a very intuitive quest design because it involves you going through a very straight shot area and then once you go through you have to crouch jump through a window and then run through a whole different area without prompting but not thinking about like oh I need to go through this window because um, the door to that area has like crumbled in so you're not able to like go out that way
1: you're not constantly thinking of what windows you can jump through
0: uh, not usually um you gotta stand yeah, your toes i know i need to i need to be more on that um yeah, you said moron oh i, I know i am I, especially after <laughs> that this question made me feel like one.
1: <laughs> oh no <laughs>
0: but it was uh, all in all it was actually a really satisfying puzzle had i done it right the first time it would have been so good like it's it's really fun it's just that one step just didn't feel obvious enough and i feel like they learned from that because half-life 2 i don't run into issues like that i've played through it a bunch of times so maybe it's just that i'm like so familiar with it Mm -hmm. but i don't run into issues of like stopping and be like okay cool i did the quest where am i supposed to go now but i find that interesting from a game game designer perspective of like oh yeah this is before they had like certain rules in place or certain unspoken or kind of intuitive rules had been established because it's kind of wild wild west it's yeah it's really interesting
1: it was like the first time anyone did any of that so it's hard to hold them to the expectation of like well they should they should have known how to design this better or how to how to signpost this more it's like they're inventing the whole concept of a lot of that, or they're they're exploring it for the first time. This
0: is one of the first, like, easily one of the first five, if not one of the first games to use WASD for movement. What? Yeah. Before this, Doom used the arrow keys.
1: Why didn't they just use their legs?
0: <laughs> uh, not that old. We're, we're, we're past that point. We don't need to use uh, our legs anymore. Oh, okay. That's why we have the chairs with the wheels. Just oh, okay. Squeaked. Um <laughs> but yeah, like they had so many other things like grenades and uh weapon switches and things like that that they needed other keys around the the movement buttons for easy use that they're like, Oh, we if we use WASD, it's more comfortable because your arms are spread at a of really natural width. You don't need to move your keyboard, and you have all these other buttons you can press to change your weapons. It's using the one, two, three, four, five numro um to change weapons, which is I think one of the first instances of that as well. Like yeah. it's really, really cool to see like the birth of these things and get to actually play around in something this old but beloved. It's it's really cool. I I just keep saying that, but it's it's been such a fun time.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm learning that apparently the first Half-Life game was the Either the genesis, or at least a a pioneer of a lot of um, what's the? Word? I keep trying to think of the word. Um, a, a lot of uh standards that like 3D movement shooters or just like 3D games um hold themselves to that yeah. just I guess I never thought about it hadn't been established before, and this this game just sort of established
0: a lot of them. Yeah, just fully busted, and I was like, hey. WASD is cool looking up and down that's neat um ladders i like those crouch jumps really dope doesn't have sprinting that one's driving me nuts but oh, that's yeah. besides, like i said you move really fast in this game i don't really feel <laughs> like if i sprinted i would lose my mind
1: you're pretty much always sprinting
0: yeah basically it feels like it.
1: <laughs> gordon always on that grind 24 oh 7 God. top speed
0: gordon freeman just like absolutely hauling cheeks uh and also that's like, why they the call established- him flash gordon
1: <laughs> sorry wait hold uh, on i as you recover from that i'm gonna go ahead and take a second to recover from what did you say moving cheeks <laughs> were you hoping i wouldn't
0: catch that it's beaten cheeks is usually the uh usually the phrase i, I said it was beaten feet no beaten cheeks is where you teach it cheeks, cheeks. not <laughs> gonna as you're running you never heard that one before i swear that i didn't make that up i've heard that before leave you <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but yeah no gordon's gordon's got them he's caked up he's beating cheeks he's out there he's running um
1: cheese <laughs> it fellas it's the cops let's beat cheeks
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> What? yeah basically uh also i didn't realize like you get that crowbar like immediately like it's so early on of like yeah here's the crowbar like that is why it's so such a big deal. You start with only melee, and it's just that crowbar, and it's it's so.
1: That's iconic,
0: man. the The thunk noise it makes on every single <laughs> surface is so fun. And if you hold your mouse button down it just rapid fires that thing, my girlfriend was. so <laughs> She loved every moment of uh. me going thunk 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 um, also I'm, every single Half-Life sound you've ever heard in your entire life comes from this game, and I didn't realize how old the me or the health sounds are like all the like sounds that Half-Life has always made and that, that Gmod makes are like decades old. Really? Like man, the the thunk sound that you make whenever metal hits metal, that like crunch sound that you make in Gmod, mm-hmm. the like sound the access the night sound for like doors when they're locked um the door jiggle sound all of that is in this game it's cool
1: that's very cool because what's interesting is i no joke know exactly which individual sound effect you're talking about for each of those which speaks to the sort of the the the, the reach that those sound effects have in like gaming nowadays because i mean Gmod was not a small game. Half-Life 2 no. was not a small game. To to no. know that all of that originated from this much older game that I think not a lot of people have played is yeah. really fun uh to to learn.
0: One of the things I like about uh Dragon Quest 1 is the like you know the sound in Pokemon like the old ones where you're running into the wall goes a th 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 um that sound is actually in dragon quest the first game (laughs) like it's almost a direct lift it's the exact same frequencies. it's like it's the same pacing and everything it's like really cool of like oh wow this is a touchstone of a much older like progenitor it's it's really neat to see the history of these games um and a lot of what like we just kind of take for granted now about gaming i think it's really neat and i think you should like check this game out it's free it's really cool to just see a part of history and get to experience it for yourself. Cause man, like I said, I've played half-life two easily over a dozen times. I love that Mm game. Um, Seeing where it came from is really neat. And seeing all the characters I know, like Kleiner and Gordon Freeman and uh, Barney and uh, Dr. Kleiner and all these old characters all in this game. Can't believe you didn't
1: mention the J man
0: did i not say g-man i thought i did
1: you, you said dr Kleiner twice
0: oh I, I thought i said g-man the first time <laughs> maybe that's why i said it in the second time so g-man he's as well your brain. but like man he, it's he's it, g in your man you're not allowed to think of the g-man he's the government man um government the whole thing that got me into this was i was talking to my girlfriend and we were playing a different game um, and I was talking about the G-Man and we were watching some old GMod mod memes because um, we're <laughs> nerds um, mm-hmm. and I was like I wonder I don't actually know the plot of Half-Life I know the plot of Half-Life 2 but I don't know like the plot of the whole world so I watched the lore video and I was like I'm gonna go play Half-Life
1: <laughs> yeah it's very different isn't it I don't know it's much really about it it's really weird I- yeah, I know broad strokes. It's very like, different from two.
0: You're traveling to different worlds. You're working in a research facility. Like the G Man is like an overseer sent by the government because you work for um you work for Black Mesa, which is a government owned facility, um, in the middle of the, I believe, Arizona desert, and you're working on teleportation. You accidentally open a portal to another world and suck aliens through it is like the a brief explanation of like the first quest, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um it goes wild from there, and the G-man mm-hmm. is like heavily involved. There's some like background lore that happened and flashbacks and all sorts of crazy stuff. Really? The head crabs are from this, but there's the head crabs are from this, the barnacles on the ceiling are from this. Um, and the uh Oh, what are they called? The 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 alien guys. The, oh, the the, uh, the Vortigons. Vortigons. Yes, thank you.
1: Yeah, the little green guys.
0: Uh, yeah, they're so cool. Um, the Vortigons are from this. The head crabs are from this, and the barnacles are from this. But it also has a bunch of other aliens that I've never seen before. <laughs> like, where did this little alien dog come from, and why is it making the coolest sound I've ever heard? Like, some of the sound design in this game is—it scratches your brain in that really nostalgic way. Uh mm-hmm. that I just can't explain, but it's like it's so of its time and it sounds so fun. Um I'll say that again in the next episode that I have, because the game I'm gonna talk about is man, it's those nostalgia sounds for me. But uh yeah, there's a bunch of like jumping puzzles. It's it's really neat, it's just a good game. I recommend it. And that's I think where I'm gonna leave this one. I you should play this game, if not just to understand where games have come from. You don't have to play the whole thing through. I'm going to. You don't gotta. But at least play a couple hours. Just, like, get a feel for it and be like, oh, wow, games have come a long way. But, like, a lot of the things that we play with now started here.
1: Yeah. I, um, I didn't realize it was such a hefty slice of gaming history.
0: Yeah. It's neat. I like it. Yeah. All right. Back to sleep. A nap time, uh, wake time's over. Oh, good night. The the shine is is done. Uh, Do you you want me to put
1: a a blanket around your cage so you you think it's nighttime and that helps you fall asleep easier?
0: Oh, man, my lips are dry. That whistle was Uh, almost good.
1: Hey, convince me. I thought you were a bird.
0: Hey, thanks. Twitter died, but I'm still alive.
1: Oh, well, yeah, wait, wait, was that in the question? i kind of assumed that one i guess that's on me
0: well i mean i'm carrying on the bird legacy for twitter because they got rid of the bird oh
1: yeah yeah you can't oh you can't follow us at yspdg underscore pod on twitter anymore now you have to do it on x
0: you have to do it on
1: x now except it's still called twitter.com and links to it still have the word twitter in there and there's
0: this was a thing for a little bit. I don't know if it's still a thing right now, but the, mm-hmm. if you did inspect element on the X logo on the like logins page, mm-hmm. it said twitter.com. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> literally, no, still.jpg. Dot- really? Yeah. Like the, it was, it's good. This whole thing's great. Um, sorry, this is a whole side side quest that the is not really great. Elon all. knows
1: exactly what he's doing. And Twitter is in a fine state. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, especially me.
0: The reason why Coca-Cola is expensive as it is, is because of the brand name. It Like if you bought Coca-Cola and then changed the name, you'd lose like 90% of the value. Mm. It's fine. I'm gonna Everything's buy Coca-Cola fine. Coca-Cola and change good.
1: its name to Half-Life.
0: I drink it. Hi, actually,
1: wait. That w- well no that would probably <laughs> attract the wrong crowd and it, y- you would lose yeah. a lot more people this is actually a bad idea and i think i gave this more thought than <laughs> certain people <laughs> gave the serve. rebrand of twitter
0: oh yeah
1: anyway um, this we're not talking about twitter right now we're talking about video
0: game <laughs> thank you for being a cool person gabe newell i appreciate it v- valve please make more games i appreciate the things that you make everyone at valve start working on something cool but all the same thing
1: thanks gaben
0: thank you gaben oh also thanks for listening and also all the other stuff bye
1: yeah thank you guys too um but mostly thank you gabe this hey gabe gaben shout outs to you this one's your episode
0: yeah this episode's for you i know that you only have a total equity of like just over 10 billion dollars but also like only only um this this episode this one is yours you can do with it as you will
1: doesn't gabe newell own like one of the only um seafaring vessels that can reach like the bottom of the the lowest point of the ocean or something like that some absolutely buck wild like
0: i'd believe it i would also believe that it would be uh james cameron would have one because he he went to the mariana trench and did all that he's big i know there's the james cameron one
1: too but i want to say gabe owned some like absolutely absurd there's a reason for it like if you if you um dissect it but i i want to say he owns some crazy piece of like underwater technology that he has absolutely no business owning and honestly i respect that gaben shout outs to you
0: um is the owner of inkfish a marine research organization in november 2022 inkfish purchased the hald uh hodl exploration system a private deep sea exploration platform um. Yes, you are correct. Gabe Newell yes. likes exploring the ocean, apparently, which is hey, we've all got yeah. our things. Yeah. Um. Dude, Gabe is a cool person. I'd mm. he say what you want to do about eating the rich, but I, Gabe is Gabe is neat. He's he's interesting. I've always enjoyed his presence.
1: I wish he was real.
0: Yeah. And that'd be neat.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that's the episode. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye. Bye.
0: <laughs> Thank <laughs>